2: So I'm going to blast some
0: Mike Shope and the Bulldog.
2: I'm going to see if there's a clean version so that my parents and the people at my school will not get mad at me. We've got the spritzer filled with water just in case if stuff gets too fire. I'm going to set up the speaker and I'm going to listen to
0: Mike Shope and the Bulldog.
2: I think this is the best
0: Mike Shope
2: feature that I've heard in a long time. I think his flow is really good in it, and I like his aggressiveness on it. And the
0: Bulldog put
2: not enough effort in it. I think overall his flow was good, but I don't like that mobile rapping. That was my review of
0: Mike Shope and the Bulldog.
2: Didn't need a spritzer. Wasn't fire enough. No spritzer for you. No spritzer.
1: All right. Super Bowl weekend.
2: My God. When's the game already? Sorry, just kidding.
1: You've just had kidding. it with the no, hype, No, the hype.
2: I'm, no, I'm good. I'm, no, I'm good.
1: Should we just move, move to hockey? It's just, it's just kidding
2: around. Just, just goofing off. Yeah. So.
1: It, is, it is a little bit melancholy, though. This The Super Bowl happening and the Bills not there again. It's been long enough. We've talked about, I don't know, this of course doesn't have to apply to everybody, but we've talked about how the Bills will be perceived next mm-hmm. year, this offseason, and then next year to a greater extent uh as a team that has failed which i think is like new now um sal was saying the other day to us he thinks it's kind of already been happening that, that this year was more like that um i don't agree with that okay
2: i I, th- I think it will i it or if it was that way i mean i i can't you know i don't mean to say sales wrong he's perceiving things wrong like you know what I, you know, he perceives what he perceives. Um, but. It, I, I think if if Sal, to some degree, is correct about that, I think it'll be even more pronounced this year. Because, like like we've been saying, I think you were the first one to say it, right after they lost to the Bengals, it was just a very different loss than last year. I don't think last year was they can't do it. last. You know, as, as much. I mean, that holds some water because they, they blew it. But the fact that they blew it, And Allen played like he played, I think, left a lot of objective fans just thinking it's only a matter of time before they do it. And then with the way this year went, at the end anyway, with them losing at home like they did to the Bengals, I'm not sure that there's that level of confidence objectively out out there. Like, there might be more, uh, uh, you know, less they'll eventually do it. Of course they're going to do it. There might be a lot more of, "Eh, maybe they can't do it
1: yeah the the conversation will to some extent more more often sound like that be be about that it doesn't have to mean anything but it's just like it's it's one more year without advancing to the super bowl you know even the championship game the last the last 2 years and it's just you know it's it's not only that we'll talk about them differently or that media will talk about them differently it's just sort of like it's been another year it's the it's the experience of it for for fans at least you know players too probably but the the experience of it just kind of wears on you and you think more a little bit more about whether it will happen a little bit more about you know whether we'll live to see it just mm-hmm. like i think people largely would see the bills a little differently had they won a super bowl in the past um, you know, fans, like it would be a different, I think a different experience. It, it's, it's like every team you're, you're rooting for your team to win it. But here it's, it's like a lifelong quest. It's been something that we put our hearts and energy into every year. And th- these are years now where it's like, you're really committing, You 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 are really committing emotionally because it's possible and it doesn't happen. And it's just like, oh, it gets to be tiring. It gets to be um, just, it has a cumulative effect, I think, over the years. And these chances that you miss um, add up. You know, the the toll adds up a little bit. So, I, I mean, the Super Bowl is always, for a Bills fan, you know, it's always some part yay, it's a party, what are we doing for the game, where are we going, squares and prop bets and just commercials and everything that people love about it, and then some part, again, melancholy, like, it's it's not the Bills. I mean, people, of course, again this year, like the last three years probably, or every year for some people, had plans to go to this game, had, had you know, trips Talking to Sneaky Joe about going to Arizona and then the golf tournament, you know, Mm -hmm. like fans at the golf tournament.
2: Yeah, we got to that like the day after last year's Super Bowl.
1: (laughs) Yes. Yes. (laughs) Where are we going next year? Arizona, you know? Golf. Wow. Isn't that...
2: management open. Let's go.
1: Is that not maybe an example of what I'm trying to get across here? Like next year's in Vegas and the same fan is probably like a little bit less enthusiastic because it's... Just this—this this was a great look at it, and not again. They lost again. Maybe not. Some people are just always optimistic, and you can certainly be optimistic. The odds are out. You know, we've been talking about it. How it's—it's it's interesting. Mm-hmm. I saw it today. They're seven to one. That's the second choice. Kansas City six to one. Buffalo, Philadelphia seven to one to win next year. So, chin up, I guess, out there. There's just I'm more. Keep, I'll, I'll keep my chin up. I,
2: I, feel, I feel okay.
1: <laughs> There's more. Um, what would be the word? Like material. Like Mahomes winning another MVP last night. Dable, in his first year leaving, wins coach of the year in the NFL. Like, that's pretty good. We talked about that a lot and just whether he would win, who deserves it. And it uh, turns out that he won. And not even, like, by more than a nose, he won. Interesting that Sean McDermott got fourth, by the way, ahead of Sirianni, I thought. And the third most first place votes. He was closer than, I yeah. guess, I, I expected.
2: I I, I kind of, didn't I, I think I said yesterday I thought Sirianni would win. Not, I, didn't, I didn't feel like he, ne- he should win, but I thought he, he would win. And I was kind of surprised to see him finish that that far back. I, I mean, he must have got dinged for what, because the GM did such a great job and put such a great roster together. You can't win coach of the year if you've got the most stacked roster.
1: I it's guess. funny, right? Yeah. I mean, really, how do we determine that? It's, it is what it is. You can't be perfect at this, but it's just how, as I've said a lot, like it's just how your own expectations for a team um, shape what you think of the coaching job that was done, what Jacksonville, like Doug Peterson got third and Dable getting first, just we expected your teams to be bad or you had to come a long way to get to the middle. Like that's all those teams did is take a yep. team that had a terrible season and get it to the middle. And that was good enough. Like Andy Reed got one vote or something mm-hmm. <laughs> like yeah. he might be the best, but he has Mahomes so he can't win coach of the year. Right.
2: You're disqualified.
1: Yeah, you just, you forget it.
2: What you need is for Mahomes to get hurt and then go win 13 games anyways. Then, then Andy Reid would get some credit.
1: Right. Mahomes in a runaway there. Hurts second. Allen third. Ahead of Burrow. He was the only player to get a vote in e- each position. Like first, second, third, fourth, fifth. Mm-hmm. Just a little thing. Uh, but, you know, congrats to him. That's not a win, but third is good. Geno Smith. Yeah, your boy, Geno Smith, and a runaway. He got more votes for comeback player of the year than everybody else combined, and that is like we talked about this yesterday for a minute. That that is you you can question that. Like, what did he come back from?
2: Right, I, ineptitude.
1: He, he came back from either his or coaches, whatever. But like he, you know,
2: it, I I didn't think he really the way I perceive the criteria. I don't think he met it. But you know, what do
1: I know? And the caller's point yesterday, like, don't you have to have been great to come back? You're going back to where you were, <laughs> yes, right. and he wasn't ever great. So, like, you know, come back. Most improved is what Geno Smith was. If they had yeah, most improved, that's, that's right. he's perfect for that.
2: Yeah, I agree. Uh, did, do you, did you see what happened at Defensive Player of the Year?
1: I just saw who won. I didn't look at the votes.
2: Par- Parsons didn't get a single first-place vote, I don't think, or something. Really? He, he was... He was completely left out. I saw it last night. I, I don't know if I have it flagged. Um, but that, that kind of, like, did we miss something? Does everybody hate him and we don't know about it? Like, what, what possibly could that have been? Because, I mean, it seemed like at, at one point this year, like, he was the favorite, it seemed to me. I don't know. It just kind of blows my mind that he did not even finish anywhere near the top in that in that award.
1: Yeah, I guess I, that's the one I didn't really look at. Wait, there's, I also didn't look at assistant coach of the year. I didn't. I didn't check that out. Mm-hmm. I saw Justin Fields got an MVP vote. Okay. Derek Henry got one. Tyree Kill got one. I guess that that I can understand better. Well, um, it's on to the game. We had a fun night. You missed out last night, by the way. Yeah, I know.
2: I'm sorry. I, I just, it's not been a good week uh, for me. I was like, my, just, I've been sort of under the weather, um, just, you know, not bad enough to skip work, but not, I didn't want to get everybody sick. And everybody here has been, really, everyone here has been sicker than me. My wife has missed a couple of days of work and she's still kind of knocked out. The kids have both been in and out. I just had like a cold. So, anyway, I, I didn't want to come get. The rest of the station sick last night, so I stayed home. And I was telling Zach, I was planning all week to come in today, um, but decided with this thing still lingering that it would not make sense. Oh, well. Um Just real quick. Yeah, Parsons did not get a single first-place vote.
1: Who did besides Nick Bosa?
2: Chris Jones got one. Okay. Hassan Reddick got two. Quinnon Williams got one. Oh, wow. So, Parsons finished second in the voting. But he got 30 second-place votes. So, he didn't get blown out, but he, he didn't get any first-place votes. That uh, just kind of blew my mind.
1: You know, and Coach of the Year, McDermott got the third-most first-place votes. Pretty good. He, he, yep. he came closer than I expected. Um, yeah, too bad you're not here. You won't get any lasagna. Oh, lasagna. Um, oh, look at you. Just, it's all, all for me, I guess. Hmm. So, on to the game. Last night, yeah, uh, about a half dozen of us, I think actually exactly a half to, six of us were out together, and oh, we need a new board after last night. We need a new bet board after oh, last no, night.
2: there was lots of action. There are Go four ahead.
1: new, I'm in, my, myself, uh, in oh, four cool. new bets.
2: See what happens when you, when you don't, you, 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 you just miss out, and now I'll be missing out, and it'll be compounding with interest, because I won't have, I won't be in on any of this action.
1: I was thinking, what would be okay, brace yourself. What would be good odds to ask for in a bet with Joe and Jeremy, just who any anybody who wanted it, uh, that the Bills draft B. John Robinson. And I put it at four to one. That was my first offer. Would you guys give me four to one that the Bills draft B. John Robinson? And they both leapt to, to say yes. They both jumped at. It. Of course, like yes. They, they, they reminded me of you yesterday right. which is like well they're not the bills are not stupid they won't draft B. john robinson and so um you three are all on the same page there i with one draft pick so late in the draft a lot of things can happen you know he gets drafted already i lose he gets hurt before the draft i probably i lose whatever things like mm-hmm. that it's hard to hard to win a bet like that but Maybe should I've gone higher? If you go too high, people are just not going to do it because it's not worth it. Yeah. But four to one. So I've got two bets, four to one that the Bills draft B. John Robinson.
2: All right. Well, good luck with that.
1: <laughs> I mean, don't uh, don't don't hold back if you want to go into your whole thing again about like I, well, how you I, don't believe they would want I, to spend well, a, a high pick on a running the,
2: back. The, the the message really is for the fans uh for, for, like it, it, if you if you take you know you want to put any credence in anything that i think uh is right like don't fall for it would be my advice to fans like you're going to see this everywhere and you, you i don't know, maybe you'll love the idea cuz the bills are missing you know they don't they don't have that uh, on their team they've been one of the most prolific offenses in the league with devin singletary as their number one running back so I don't know. <laughs> He's probably going to leave, but it doesn't mean you should go bigger than that. I I, I don't think. Um, I I just think there's a lot of dot connecting, and I just don't want fans. I, I've said for months now. I'll, I'll believe they are going to invest premium assets in a running back when I see him do it. And so far, to me. I mean, the best you can do is a second-round pick on a stacked team that we really didn't even know what else to, to draft that could have a chance to get on the field last year. And I know that's not how you should be drafting. They very well could have drafted a guard that could have really helped them, even last season and certainly moving forward. Uh, and, you know, maybe, maybe we should all wish they had done that. Um, but I just cannot – I just don't – I don't believe it. I, I think it's all just a, a lot of people with good intentions – trying to piece together, like if, if I were not here and was someone who put mock draft together, I, I might just circumstantially arrive at, okay, I could see this happening. This is where this player could fall to. Um, he's the best running back in the draft. They have a need. Okay, bang, done. Um, but I, I just, I don't know. The Bills have never said, it. in fact, Bean has pushed back against any idea at least publicly anyway, that they don't believe in drafting that position with premium assets. I think he's been asked that directly and has said what I think you'd expect him to say. I don't think he's ever going to tell you whether or not he believes you should do that. I think he's just going to leave it a secret. Uh, And I honestly don't know what he believes, but their actions so far, I'll believe it when it it, it happens.
1: It's just like what's – if you don't mind – What's interesting and a little confusing to me about your your position on this is how active the bills actually have been at running backs and drawing this line at premium you know is fine is fine like they have not spent a first round pick on on a running back that's fine, but what have they done? I mean they've drafted two in the third round, one in the second, so they've definitely they come in i'm sure like well above the average in terms of investing draft capital in running at running back they're they're above most teams at that over the the, the bean years you know um that is only you sure
2: about that i'd want to i'd want to know that but okay
1: three I, I... three second day picks in a row three years in a row or is that what it is or three and four
2: three and four i guess it is yeah
1: i mean i i gotta think so the number of running backs that get picked in the second and third rounds is not that many so I i would think so but if you want me to check i'll check no, okay. Like they've they've done that, the hustle toward McKissick, the trade for Hines, like he and said he those. called he called on McCaffrey. Like, aren't the Bills above most teams in this way? I mean, I can't rip off names and examples top of my head on thirty one other teams. It just feels like they've put, they've put a lot of effort into into running back, and they still don't have the result. So, wouldn't it logically seem possible that? you just have, try a little harder and spend a little more and get somebody that outrates, outranks those guys. So that's that's just why yeah, I it, think it it's could. possible.
2: Yeah, and look, I liked this idea two years ago. You know, we, we, we spent a lot of time on tre- – two or three years ago now.
1: Two ETN? two, years ago. two ETN, years ago.
2: yeah. Um, and, I, you know, one of the things that still bums me out about that is that we never got to find out, really. You know, it's, it's all just conjecture, you know because um, he was gone he got picked what two picks before their pick and I would have really liked to to see you know because that that would certainly help this conversation now a if they had Travis Etienne then we wouldn't be talking about B John Robinson um, but if they had passed on him then you know that would be my that would be my cannonball you know I'd be like well look they, they they were connected to this right. guy and instead they drafted you know Gregory Rousseau uh, so you know, I I can't know what they would have done if that player were there, and I and I really don't know how much I believe they were ever attached to that player.
1: Well, what happened with Etn? Like you could you could search this if you forget anybody. Like the some of the top reporters were saying that they were hearing it, and you might want to say, or sometimes I might even want to say, well, that could just be a game. Mm-hmm. Todd McShay. Todd McShay was talking about the Bills and ETN. Albert Breer was talking about the Bills and ETN. So, like, the Bills could be running subterfuge and just mm-hmm. messing with everybody. You can't always be that way <laughs> in, in this. Like, once in a while, the, the reporter has to trust you. Like, they have to have a reason to trust you. Mm-hmm. And it's not even necessarily that those guys were talking to Bean. Right. Well, but, in, in this example, it helps that they didn't
2: get the chance to pass on him.
1: Well, like, it, help, it, it, it helps doesn't you. Burn, it doesn't burn a bridge
2: with a reporter because the only way you burn that bridge with a reporter is if you tell them, we, we're really interested in this guy, and then you pass on him. But well, he was gone. They The choice wasn't theirs. You know what I mean? So that Brandon Bean or someone could still tell wh- whoever you just mentioned there, Albert Breer, oh, no, we loved him. But, you know, what are you going to do? Jacksonville took him.
1: But before the draft, these these reporters were talking about hearing that the Bills were interested in him and you're right like they didn't get the chance to prove it if you will but it he also can count in my on my side if you again if you will like as somebody that the bill like they didn't spend a premium asset but there were people in the know that thought they were ready to and right and you yeah so, i don't believe that and but, you just don't believe that right. they would do that but you know these guys are writing it and saying it So, again, like, it could have been a lie or it could have been true. I guess we we don't know, but it's just, it's not nothing, is it? I think it is, myself, because
2: I think it's nonsense. I think it's smoke. You know, you always say, you're gullible. I'm the one who's, like, Mr. Smokescreen. So, to me, it's, like, sort of foundational to, I'll believe they're going to do it when I see them do it. Cause I, I I think that the talk about it could in some small way benefit them I you know I, I think teams do that sort of stuff, and I certainly wouldn't pass wouldn't put it past the bills to do it. So I'm bracing for months, and I welcome it, of conjecture and even the same people and maybe others who are as credible, if not more credible, attaching the Bill's name to this running back. And, you know, we'll have to find out at the end of April, I guess. (laughs) But I I think the same thing
1: is going to happen. I want to point out the difference between somebody guessing at it and somebody saying they're hearing it and other people talking about it. Like, those are all different things. And if somebody's reporting it, well, maybe they're wrong. Or maybe they're right. And if they're right and the player gets picked before the Bills, then maybe we'll never know if if they really were. But, like, those are all different things. Momentum and fans talking about it isn't really a thing. But Peter King writing it would be a thing, you know? Like, there are those differences. I'm not meaning to sound like I'm explaining that to you. It's just I, I think they count a little bit. And, by the way, it's different two years later. Like, if the Bills, if, if you want to go back to 21, they're building. I mean, they were in the AFC Championship in 20, so they're not, it's not the year before, mm-hmm. but they're building. They found a weakness on their team and they drafted for it. And, you know, it could have been running back, but it wasn't. And then last year was different. I agree with you about last year. I mean, corner was kind of obvious. And then after that, I mean, they drafted <laughs> you just. You know, it's, it wasn't like a joke, but they could have done a lot of different things.
2: It was easier to forgive them for spending a second-round pick on a niche sort of running back because of the state of their team.
1: I think, though, this year is really when this, mm-hmm. this situation just starts to, just to really hit hard. I mean, mm-hmm. they've lost again. Robinson is a level above all these other guys, they say, this prospect. All these other guys— and so, and if, uh, well, we've been talking about this too. The year in the NFL, it was harder to throw the ball. Philadelphia might win the Super Bowl as a team that mm-hmm. runs it great. Like there'll be these different narratives, perhaps, this year. And so I think the situation has changed where somebody could say, somebody could have said two years ago, this is an awful idea, like I would have or was. And then now think about that differently, and that could be Brandon Bean too. That could be the Bills too. Like, well, you know, it's going to be hard to get a better receiving core because free the free agent class is weak, and there's not the right guy at the draft. So, what are we going to do? I mean, are we going to draft? Are we going to go to Brown and Beasley again, or what are we going to do? You have to make make it work with what you have. And if they go to Robinson, if they can get him, everybody would call it a steal, you know, except for like PFF, and. Or, you know, yeah, or, or us. I yeah, think, well, right, right, right. But, yeah. you know, most of the football, I can't believe he's still on the board the way football talks about running backs. Like, they've never picked up the, the clue that they're not getting drafted as high. And, you know, you you see the Bills sort of transition a little bit to a team that um, is maybe better suited for the current times. It's subtle. Yep. Anyway, it's good. I just
2: want to say one, one more thing about the difference – you're pointing out between mock drafters and fans and reporters uh i mean i, I obviously I, I know you even said like i'm not here i'm not trying to explain this to you because plainly i know the, i know the difference that to me doesn't make it more meaningful like none, none of that is binding you know like it certainly the bills could you know if they are leaking wrong information to some of these people could you know be fracturing a trust or they could just be playing the game that we all talk about the reporters playing with the teams to begin with just i want you to get this out there and then i'll feed you something real you know next month or whatever so i just think the whole thing is just a machine that grows content that gives shows like ours content and i welcome it but i i think it's all just kind of part of the circus it's all under the same tent to me even though there's a clear difference between guys who are reporters and someone doing a mock draft
1: so by that then do you necessarily have to not believe a single thing
2: i'm skeptical of, of, of a lot of things I, and now I, I feel like i'm treading into like you know some, some sort of flat earth You're walking into a trap I'm, just, I'm doing all my own no, research or something but no uh,
1: report of any team linked to a player can be accurate or can be trusted, if that's different. I think that's different. Because, like, the Steelers, we have to get to a break. The, the, the We have all day, right? The, the Steelers are known to be a team that, like, people know who they're going to draft. <laughs> like, they, they are more, I guess, maybe up front about what they're thinking than other teams. I don't know. 803 is the number. You, th- you think it's possible? Do you want it? Do you hate it? Like, we'll be talking about this a lot. And, yes, the Super Bowl is still to be played. We'll be on the game as well as we go through the day. Ian Harditz, Sal Capaccio, Paul Hamilton. Mike Schoep the Bulldog, WGR.
0: You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey.